At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zone presented by BetMGM. Final hour of the program here. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. I am live at the Mandalay Bay Race and Sportsbook on the Strip. Wes Reynolds is inside the VEASAN studio inside the beautiful Circa Resort and Casino in fabulous downtown Las Vegas. And uh, I know, Wes, it's going to disappoint you a little bit. Your man Bubba Watson just bogeyed the 14th hole, so he is back into a tie now at the Travelers Championship. A tie with Mark Leishman, who is in the clubhouse at 12 under par and a tie also with his playing partner Kramer Hickok who's at 12 under through 13 holes or excuse me through 14 holes and then Harris English who just stuck it to pretty close on the par 3 16th English probably about 8 to 10 feet for his birdie on the par 3 16th that of course would get him to 13 under and into the lead if you look at BetMGM's odds here in the live running you've got Watson now flipping to a plus price he had been minus money for a while minus 110, as high as minus 225, then about minus 145. Now back to plus 160, and Harris English not far off at plus 170. Kramer Hickok at 3-1, to one. and still lurking is Russell Henley. He's got four holes left to play and is currently just one shot off the pace, Wes, at 11 under par. Yeah, not a very good pitch there for Bubba Watson on, on uh, 14, rather. He chipped it to about 13 uh, and a half feet and obviously missed his par putt, so couldn't save it so now Bubba Watson is tied for the lead as you mentioned uh, Harris English now has flipped to 160 Bubba Watson 170 Harris English uh, just a group ahead of him I believe now playing the 15th hole so now we do have a golf tournament of course Mark Leishman sitting there at 8-1 to one in the clubhouse so uh, Bubba Watson pretty much has been the favorite all afternoon even though he's only had about a one shot lead has not really put any distance between these guys so now he's going to have to fight for it if he wants to go ahead and get a fourth Travelers Championship and cash a 50-1 to one for yours truly so uh, we shall see this has become a golf tournament here late yeah absolutely you've got four players now tied at 12 under par for the championship Watson Leishman who's already finished Harris English and Kramer Hickok at 11 under you've got Abraham Anser who has already finished he is obviously not going to win it with Leishman at 12 Russell Henley is at 11 under though and still has four holes left to play so he's got a chance to get himself into the mix as well uh Wes let's get an update on the women and the seniors circuit of course both the seniors and the women playing major Major championships today on the LPGA and the Champions Tour. Yeah, the women right now with uh, about uh, four holes to play. Nelly Corda, 21 under par. Lizette Salas, the nearest pursuer. It's basically been a two-women tournament all weekend. Nelly Corda pre-tournament was 15-1, to one, basically on market average. Lizette Salas, 70-1. to one. But now that has absolutely flipped. Nelly Corda here at BetMGM, minus 5,000. Lizette Salas at 12-1 to one to go ahead and win this KPMG Women's PGA Championship. 
championship down in Atlanta, one of five majors that they recognize on the LPGA Tour. So Nellie Corda trying to create the uh, the career Corda slam because her, her father, Petter Corda, won the Australian Open. Her brother, Sebastian Corda, who is a young tennis player, won the Wimbledon Juniors. Jessica Corda won an LPGA major a few years ago. So Nellie Corda trying to make it four for four for that family in terms of winning major championships in their respective sport. And the Champions Tour still being uh, led by Mr. Stricker, I take it? Well, it, and it has gotten close here, Brady. Steve Stricker, when we last update, had a five-shot lead. He now has a two-shot lead. Seven under par through 13. Jerry Kelly, who is paired with him, has is now at five under. Jerry Kelly, two under on his round. Jerry Kelly, by the way, won this event at Firestone for his first senior major. Nobody else is at, is at minus figures. And speaking of minus figures, Harris English now at minus 13. He now takes a lead with the birdie on 16 so two groups ahead of Bubba Watson who has lost the lead down 12 under bar tied for third with Mark Leishman and Kramer Hickok yeah and Harris English moves to 13 under par with that birdie putt on the par 3 16th hole and he now moves to a plus 110 favorite to win the Travelers Championship Bubba Watson is in the final pairing and is coming up on a very sharp uh, short par four, the 15th hole. So he'll have an immediate opportunity to get that stroke back that he lost at 14 and tie Harris English for the lead once again at 13 under par. We'll see if Bubba can get his tee shot in a good position. Again, a very short par four. Try and drive it down there as far as you can and then get up and down for your birdie that would tie him with English. This is the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon live at the Mandalay Bay Race and Sportsbook here with you on a Sunday afternoon and Wes Reynolds down at the VEASAN studio inside the Circa Resort and Casino and Wes of course we've updated all the golf tours the women the seniors and the men here the men not quite finished at the Travelers Championship still a few holes left to play for the players at the top of the leaderboard but I want to get into what we're going to have on tap for later this evening on the NBA playoff hardwood and then of course we'll switch over to Monday night on the ice in Tampa Bay game one of the standard. Stanley Cup final between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens. I will start with Game 3 in Atlanta. It'll be the Atlanta Hawks hosting the Milwaukee Bucks. Atlanta won Game 1 in this Eastern Conference final. Milwaukee came back and really stomped the Atlanta Hawks in Game 2. That was a little bit more of what we expected. But Game 1, I think there might have been a little bit of that exhale for the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, we got past the Brooklyn Nets. We weren't supposed to win that series. We got it done in seven games. And the Atlanta Hawks caught him sleeping for maybe half a minute there and were able to beat him in Game 1. Now, you wonder what's going to happen in Game 3. Will Milwaukee insert its will like they did in Game 2? Or will the Hawks defend their home court? This is the first of two straight games they will have on their home floor in Atlanta. And my opinion, Wes, is... I would think the Hawks can win one of these two. I don't know if it's going to be tonight, or excuse me, I don't know if it's going to be tonight or on Tuesday. We will see, but I have a feeling they can probably get one of two here. The spread for tonight, the Milwaukee Bucks favored on the road by four and a half, 224 for your total. I'm not positive they get this one, though, tonight. I do lean Milwaukee, although this line is getting a four and a half and five. Maybe an overreaction based on what we saw last. I certainly think that they... they 
they should win the game tonight. I just I look at what Milwaukee did offensively. The offensive shot selection was obviously a lot better. They did make an adjustment in terms of their pick and roll coverages on Trey Young. So you're wondering if the Hawks are really going to have enough offense, at least throughout the rest of the series, to go ahead and hang in with these guys because Bogdanovich is playing banged up. This is where they really miss DeAndre Hunter. It's kind of like what we talked about with the Suns Clippers series. This is a series now where they really miss Serge Ibaka because they just don't have enough big guys, I think, to control Aiton, and they're just not as deep defensively. But back to this game, what I might be looking at here for tonight, if if I'm getting a little priced out of the side, which it looks like I am, is looking at this total. Game one and game two here in the Eastern Conference Finals, obviously game two went way under the total as the Atlanta Hawks just had trouble offensively basically from the get-go, and Milwaukee just had one of those games. If you look at the pace, it's been 100.5 and 100.2 in terms of possessions, respectively, in games one and two. Atlanta, on wide-open threes there in game two, shot just three of 18, according to NBA Advanced Stats. So you would think, okay, they're going to make some of the adjustments against what the Bucks did in terms of their pick-and-roll defense and see if they could take advantage of that drop coverage that Mike Buttonholzer and the Bucks like to play, and they've got to knock these down. Obviously, not only Trey Young, but but Kevin Herter and Bogdanovich for whatever he can give you because he is playing obviously hurt. So these guys have got to has have got to be able to make threes. Gallinari as well off the bench. So. I would be looking probably more at the total than I would at the side tonight. 224 seems like a fair number. There are some 223s and 223 and halves out there, so obviously shop around. But my lean at this point is going to be on the over. Russell Henley makes a mess of the 15th hole, West. That is one combatant that you can throw out and will not get the win over Bubba Watson today. Uh, it was on the 15th hole where Russell Henley was making double bogey to drop him back to nine under par, making Bubba Watson wait on the tee because, of course, Bubba's going to try and drive the green. So a couple of Georgia Bulldogs uh, making each other wait there, but uh, that is good for you as Bubba will now have a chance to get to 13 under par and Ty Harris English, yet another Georgia Bulldog. Bulldog dominating this tournament are the Bulldogs. Mark Leishman at 12 under. Kramer Hickok tees off on the 15th hole. He's at 12 under along with his playing partner, Bubba Watson. Uh, Wes, you talk about uh, the Milwaukee Bucks getting back into this uh, into this. Or, or, or following up with what they did on Game 2 and, and dominating this game in Atlanta as well. We've seen the series price adjust back after they won Game 2, and it's almost back to where we were at the start. The Bucks opened up as minus 500 favorites to win this series. Now here at BetMGM, they are minus 400. Did you have any pre-series plays, or would you consider getting involved at this point? I did not have any pre-series plays on this one. I felt Milwaukee was obviously the bet, bet, best bet to go ahead and win this, but I didn't think that it was going to be necessarily easy. I thought the best way to play this basically was if you want to play the exact margin, Milwaukee in five or perhaps Milwaukee in six. So that's really what I what I was looking at here in terms of uh, the series. I did not lay the big price, but I felt that this was Milwaukee's series. But like I said, when we talked about game one, where the Hawks not only got the cover, but the outright win, 
I felt that that was the spot because now Milwaukee kind of has that hangover. It's like all our big challengers are out of the way, so now it's all smooth sailing from here. And you had an Atlanta Hawks team that was playing with house money, and they got the win in game one. But I do think Milwaukee is clearly the better team here, and eventually Atlanta is just kind of going to run out of gas and run out of talent. So I didn't play the series. It's been adjusted now at this standpoint, so I don't see any value. And bad news for Bubba Watson, and he's not going to be happy with his fellow Bulldog there, Russell Henley, making him wait on the tee. He did pop it into the water on the tee on the 15th hole. The good news is Harris English has flown the green on 17, and he'll have to get up and down there, very tough up and down, to maintain a a par there and and stay at 13 under par for the championship. Bubba also possibly looking at a bogey himself that would drop him to 11 under par. Wes, let's switch over to Monday and the Stanley Cup playoffs on the ice. The Tampa Bay Lightning, the defending champion, will host game one on their home ice. And we've seen the Montreal Canadiens take a little money here. As far as the series price, I've seen Tampa Bay anywhere from minus 250 to almost minus 300 to win this best of seven. For game one, they started out at about minus 210, and it's ticked down a little bit in the neighborhood of minus 195 or minus 200. Your total at five, we've seen the total here at five throughout the last couple weeks of the playoffs, juice to the over. But you're down there at Circus Sports where in game one, they actually dropped their total to four and a half, heavily juiced to the over. Yeah, and, and that's the way I'd kind of be looking at this. Uh, I, and like we mentioned with Patrick Everson, in terms of the series price value, it's obviously now baked in in terms of Montreal getting at least a little bit more respect than they certainly got again in the series. Uh, before they played the Vegas Golden Knights where they were $4 dogs. So the way I would be looking to bet this series is actually in terms of the amount of games played. And what I would be looking at is to see if you can find like an over five and a half, especially, in a, you know, an, an over four and a half. Now that is heavy juice. Now if it's over five and a half, you're probably looking somewhere in the ballpark of like 130, 140 is basically what I see the market average at. So that's what I would be doing. I, I think that this is probably at least going to go six games. Tampa Bay is clearly the better team, and I think that they should win. And you usually don't get these teams that win all three series as an underdog going into the Stanley Cup that go ahead and win the Stanley Cup. Last time that was done, I believe, was 1995 with the New Jersey Devils when Martin Brodeur was in goal and they ran that neutral zone trap and they swept at Detroit Red Wings for nothing. I don't know if the Canadians are that much, much like that team necessarily. Of course, they're back in the Stanley Cup now for the first time since 1990. So I do think that they're going to present a challenge here just because defensively from a metric standpoint, they just they don't go to the penalty box. And when you don't go to the penalty box and your penalty kill is like 94 percent, keep in mind, they held the Vegas Golden Knights in this series to 0 of 17. And you've got a Tampa Bay that's the best in the playoffs on the power play. So it's kind of like something's got to give here. But I lean more to the penalty kill for the Montreal Canadiens uh, being able to hold up their end of the bargain. So that's why I do think that this series is uh, is going to go ahead and uh, go six games. 
Wes, uh, bad news for Bubba Watson. Yeah, They're you hitting keep his reminding third me, shot. don't you, Brady? <laughs> Boy, man, the guy's making a mess of it. He and Henley both making a mess of a very simple 15th hole, a short par four. Bubba hitting his third shot. Uh, he hit his tee ball into the water, uh, hitting his third shot not too far off the green, just needed to get up and down to make par. His chip is short, runs all the way back down the hill, so now he's really just trying to hang on and make bogey. Both Henley and obviously Bubba had chances to win this golf tournament right now Harris English in the driver's seat but he does have some work left to do on the 17th hole back to the hockey real quick here and you talk about betting this series for the exact outcome or in number of games and you you like Tampa Bay to win it and as do I I kind of feel like eventually that luck has got to run out for the underdog and Montreal has been turning that trick time after time starting with the series against the Toronto Maple Leafs Uh, if you're going to pick the exact amount of games Uh, James Salinas talked about it earlier on the pregame show this morning and talked about betting both uh, uh, Tampa Bay in six and Tampa Bay in seven. And here at BetMGM, both of those are at four to one. So if you can get either of those results, obviously you're going to cash at a pretty nice price. Is that where you would go six or seven games to Tampa Bay? Yeah, I I think six is obviously the shortest price there at 210. Maybe I would look at maybe I would look at five, but I think that that's probably the right approach that James is taking here in terms of playing the exact margin because you're just not getting the value if you want to take the Montreal Canadiens, I think, here at at, at this standpoint. So, you know, at only $2 when they were $4 against the Vegas Golden Knights, I just think that you need to get a little bit more if you're going to take Montreal. So that would be the way I would play it. I would try to play correct series outcome, or I would go over the amount of games, and I think five and a half juiced at about 130 140 probably a fair price. Well, Wes, I've got some good news for you. Harris English looking at a par putt from probably about 25 or 30 feet. So I imagine he's going to drop at least one shot here. It could be more. He uh, is looking at a possible three putt from this distance, and that would, of course, drop him back into the pack. I mean, Mark Leishman, after, after all of this, Mark Leishman's looking pretty good, Wes. Yeah, absolutely, and we mentioned he was 8-1 to one in terms of leader in the clubhouse. I'm waiting for uh, here at BetMGM to kind of post the price here. It looks like it's locked up right now with all this stuff happening. They don't want to really open it back up or certainly not in a hurry to do so as Kramer Hickok, his birdie now misses just to the right, so he'll stay at 12 under par through the 15th hole and see where, uh, where Bubba Watson is going to end up here. Obviously, he is going to have to now come back from behind. Harris English trying to save par here at 17 has got a long way. More than likely, I think we're going to see a two-putt here, and we shall see. And we almost just saw a one-putt, so Harris English is going to drop a shot, so he'll be 12-under heading to 18-T. And Bubba now looking at a about a three-and-a-half-footer for bogey, and he draws it back and brushes that in. So that's not too bad there, only dropping one shot after that chip was really bad for Bubba there. So he is at 11 par, only uh, minus 11, only one shot back now of Harris English, who does tap in for bogey on the 17th hole. So not all that disastrous as it looked like it could have been there for a moment for Bubba Watson, Wes. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, they split the 
series with the New York Mets, 4-2, to two, the final in favor of the Fightin' Phils. They get it done as an underdog today. That game stays under the total. The Detroit Tigers knock off the Houston Astros in extra innings, and they were a good-sized underdog by as well today. squeeze, by the way, in extra oh, innings really? for the Detroit wow, Tigers. Wow, very cool. So the suicide squeeze gets them home. Tigers very competitive against the Astros. We know the Astros absolutely hit around left-handed pitching. Did not do so today against Tariq Skubal. Very low-scoring game there in Comerica. 2-1 Tigers dub. The Los Angeles Angels finish off the Tampa Bay Rays at the Trop 6-4, to four, your final. Patrick Everson, of course, reporting on that one better that had over $80,000 on the Angels to win that baseball game today. He cashes that ticket. The Milwaukee Brewers, they shut out the Colorado Rockies 5 to nothing. That game stays under the total. The Cleveland Indians and the Minnesota Twins. This game does get over the total just barely. I believe it closed at 9 and it gets to 10. 8-2 your final in favor of the Minnesota Twins, who went off as a pretty good-sized favorite over Cleveland in that game. The Seattle Mariners beat the Chicago White Sox 3-2, so no change in the standings there in the AL Central as both the White Sox and the Indians lose. The White Sox still have a two-game advantage over Cleveland in that division. The Pittsburgh Pirates shutting out the St. Louis Cardinals, and there was a weather delay in this one. They have resumed action. Now the top of the seventh inning at Bush Stadium, and Pittsburgh out in front of the Cardinals seven to nothing. The Texas Rangers leading the Kansas City Royals four to one in the bottom of the eighth in, uh, bottom of the eighth inning there in Arlington and still two to nothing in both of the one o'clock starts out on the West Coast. The San Francisco Giants trailing the Oakland Athletics two to nothing and the San Diego Padres in front of the Arizona Diamondbacks two to nothing. Both of those or excuse me San Diego in the bottom of the third inning. San Francisco and Oakland in the top of the fifth inning. When we come back on the other side West I want to Get your opinion on the College World Series. It will be Vanderbilt and Mississippi State. What a great game on Saturday night in the elimination game between the Texas Longhorns and the Bulldogs of Mississippi State. It'll be an all-SEC final down in Omaha, Nebraska. Also want to talk with you about Sunday night baseball as well from Chavez Ravine. It'll be the Dodgers and the Cubs. Final hour here of the Green Zone. Still got another minute here, Brady. Hang on just a second. Let me give an update here on on the golf. Uh, Bubba Watson now drifts to 8-1 to one here, now being one shot back of Mark Leishman. So Harris English, Kramer Hickok, and Mark Leishman now now ahead here. So Bubba Watson did draft to 8-1. Harris English is your in-tournament favorite as they keep taking the price down about every five seconds here. So hopefully we can get some more updated. But Bubba Watson, nevertheless, did draft drift up to 8-1 to one here as he is at 11 under par now on 16-T. Harris English plus 140, Mark Leishman plus 225 Kramer Hickok 275 and just as I say that Bubba Watson now back to six to one yeah, and we'll see his tee shot here at the par 3 16th hole and at 8-1, to one, even 6-1 to one, I don't think he's an awful bet at this point just one shot off the lead he steps into his ball now on the short par 3 16th hole at TPC River Highlands, just one off the lead, currently being held by Harris English, ball up in the air there, that famous cut on the ball, it hits the green, but he's going to have a long look at birdie putt, probably about 50 feet away as he sits one shot off the lead at the track Travelers. We'll be right back inside the Green Zone presented by BetMGM.
Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you on a Sunday afternoon and a perfect Sunday afternoon indeed. Nearly perfect in St. Louis. The St. Louis Cardinals were being shut out by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Of course, they had a weather delay. They have resumed the action. We saw a combined no-hitter earlier in the week, Wes. We almost had a combined perfect game here in St. Louis. Yeah, we certainly did. It was a uh, perfect game, basically, by committee. Uh, I believe uh, the starting pitcher was Mike, was uh, Kranick, and now Dwayne Underwood in the game. We do have a base runner aboard. Now for the St. Louis Cardinals in the bottom of the seventh. So thought thought we were going to get it. Apparently not. So still a 7 nothing lead for the Pittsburgh Pirates here. Runner on second, bottom of the seventh. Nobody out. All right, we mentioned it in the last segment. Wanted to take a look at the College World Series, which will get underway. The finals between Mississippi State and Vanderbilt will get underway on Monday. And, of course, they play the best of three here, Wes. And we were talking about this on Saturday as well. I thought Mississippi State would be an underdog to Vanderbilt. I felt Vanderbilt might be about a minus 135-ish favorite. I was willing maybe to go a little higher. Our friend Will Hill, of course, a frequent guest of ours when we do the Lombardi line together. He thought maybe Vanderbilt as high as minus 200. Well, it's landed right about in the middle. They're about minus 160 favorites and the take back on Mississippi State about plus 150. If it was as high as minus 200 and Miss State was around plus 180 or something, I think that would absolutely be a play on the dog. And I'm not so sure they aren't at plus 150. What do you think yourself? Well, when you look, really, who's carrying Mississippi State right now is Landon Sims. They're a closer. 152 ERA 12 saves, 93 strikeouts in just 53 and a third innings pitch. So that's, if you're looking at the strikeouts per nine innings, sometimes we talk about with Major League Baseball, that's 15.8 strikeouts per nine innings for Landon Sims. Uh, obviously, Will Bednar had to go in that elimination game against Texas last night where Mississippi State got the walk-off in the ninth, and he's gone 12, point, uh, 12 and a third, basically, combined innings, allowing just three runs and striking out 22 in his two outings against against Texas. So you wouldn't think on Monday that that Bednar is going to be able to go. One of the advantages that I think gave it to Vanderbilt a little bit here is what what had happened to NC State. Unfortunate as it is, they did have to withdraw. So Kumar Rocker went on Friday, had 11 strikeouts in six innings, but that allowed them to to, uh, go ahead and rest Mark Leiter, or Jack Leiter, rather. So you got to think Jack Leiter is going to go in game one here, and that just gives Vanderbilt, you would think, the benefit, but does it become a little bit rusty as well? So I think Vanderbilt, right around, the price is right around where it should be, really, about 160, 170, and that's kind of where they are for the game. I think 165 here at BetMGM for game one. So I would expect that you are going to see Jack Leiter, at least in game one, give Kumar Rocker at least another day rest. He did just pitch on Friday against NC State, that game that was played, and then NC State, of course, was forced out of the event on Saturday morning. So... Vanderbilt, I think, rifle favorite. They were the favorite going in, really, uh, to the to the final eight here in Omaha. I think I saw them at like one seventy five or about two dollars to go ahead and win this. But I've been riding Mississippi State at least from a game to game basis, including last night, and have been rewarded for doing so. This is a deep Mississippi State staff, so Vanderbilt, I think, has the edge on the situation. But this is something maybe you could also get involved, like an in play, depending on who wins game one. Because 
because reminder, this is a best of three here. So a game is scheduled right now for Monday, and then the Tuesday game, and then the parentheses, if necessary, you'll have game three on Wednesday here in Omaha. Yeah, it was a fantastic game on Saturday night between the Texas Longhorns and the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Uh, you mentioned Sims, the reliever, and the uh, stud reliever for the Texas Longhorns as well. They went at it back and forth for about three or four innings and really just shutting down the bats on both sides. But Mississippi State brings a lot of offense to the table, and with Sims in that bullpen, they are certainly going to be a tough out. Vanderbilt, what a program they've had there you know, over the years. It seems like for maybe the last decade, decade or longer. They've been a real powerhouse in college baseball, and they were the favorite coming in. They were the number one seed here. Uh, not ranked number one during the season. Uh, they were in the top five for quite a bit, but uh, came into the final eight here in Omaha as the number one seed in the tournament. And Harris English is your favorite to win the Travelers Championship. Bubba Watson has dropped another shot yeah, he's as done. he misses his par putt. Yeah, it's unfortunately the run has come to an end for the Long Shots crew four weeks in a row with a winner. It won't happen this week, but uh, still a heck of a golf tournament left between Mark Leishman in the clubhouse at minus 12, Kramer Hickok a shot back, or excuse me, at minus 12 himself, and then Harris English ready to try and make a par on the 18th hole. He is your favorite here at BetMGM at plus 160. We'll update that when we come back on the other side right here inside the green zone on VSIN. to update your sports betting wardrobe with some new VSIN gear. We've got hats, shirts, and mugs with the VSIN logo or fun sports betting sayings like cash and tickets, it's what it's all about, and it's not under until it's over. Visit the VSIN store today at vsin.com slash store and find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift. That's vsin.com slash store. Sporting my cash and tickets is what it's all about t-shirt today. Here on the Green Zone presented by BetMGM, Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. And uh, what a putt by Harris English, Wes. That had to be better than 30 feet away on the 18th green. Tied there with Mark Leishman, who was on the range, getting ready for a possible playoff. Kramer Hickok getting ready to play the 17th hole at 12 under par, also with a share of the lead for this golf tournament. But Harris English now in the lead by himself as he drains that lengthy putt on the 18th hole for birdie to move to 13 under par. And right Right now, Mark Leishman can uh, pack up his bags and leave the driving range. It's only going to be up to Kramer Hickok and Harris English at this point at the Travelers Championship. Yeah, it's a two-guy tournament right now. Harris English minus 650 now with the one-shot lead. Kramer Hickok going to need to have a birdie on either the 17th or the 18th to go ahead and match him. Kramer Hickok, by the way, plus 450 is my uh, Bubba Watson. This has been a miserable last 40 minutes for yours truly on the air. Had him at 50 to 1, and he's just going to try to hang on for a top five, so maybe a chance I get two of my guys this week in the top five. Abraham answer out right now in fourth at 11 under par. Obviously cannot win the tournament, so uh, uh, Harris English was a pretty popular pick. We talked about answer, but it looks like, judging by my Twitter timeline, Harris English was very popular because everybody very happy to see uh, him emerge, and he made the big putt when he needed it. Look, I benefited from it last week with John Rahm, so can't do it every week. It seems like we get a runner every week. I get some 
somebody at least on the first page of the leaderboard. But uh, not not a very good finish for Bubba Watson here as he will have to go basically birdie eagle to have a chance. So he is pretty much done for the tournament. They're not even offering a price on him at BetMGM. So it's either going to be English or Kramer Hickok. Now, Kramer Hickok uh, would be a nice story because he's never won on the BGA Tour. The former roommate of Jordan Spieth at the University of Texas has won an event on the Corn Ferry Tour. Then the Web.com Tour has won a couple times on PGA Tour Canada as well, but never on the PGA Tour. So he is going to have to make a birdie here at 17 or 18 to force a playoff. And we talked about the combined perfect game going sideways for the Pittsburgh Pirates at Bush Stadium. Well, it turned into a run for the St. Louis Cardinals, but still a lot of work to do here as they are now in the top of the eighth inning. Pittsburgh hanging on to a 7-1 to lead. Your in-game total now at 9.5 if you want to get involved in that market. The Oakland Athletics still leading the San Francisco Giants 2 to nothing at Oracle Park. They are in the top of the sixth inning there. The adjusted total there now down to six and a half in that ball game and the Arizona Diamondbacks they've cut the lead in half they are on the board the San Diego Padres went off as anywhere from minus 260 to minus 275 favorites behind you Darvish today taking on Zach Gallen two to one right now in the top of the fourth inning at Petco Park in favor of the Padres your in-game total there at eight and a half Padres still minus 375 on the money line to win this ball game the Chicago White Sox and Seattle Mariners underway in the second half of their doubleheader and Chicago in the bottom of the first inning out to a 2 nothing lead. Wes, we've got one more baseball game yet to go for your Sunday night. That'll be coming up in a little less than an hour and a half from now. Sunday night baseball of course and it will go down in Chavez Ravine in Los Angeles. Clayton Kershaw of the Los Angeles Dodgers will get the ball taking on Albert Alzale and the Chicago Cubs. Been a very competitive series so far. Just a 3-2 win for Julio Urias and the Dodgers on Saturday night. That ball game was tight all the way through. Dodgers getting that W late and went off as pretty big favorites in the neighborhood of $2. They cash a victory 3-2, your final score there. They're big favorites again tonight behind Kershaw here at BetMGM. Minus 200 on the money line. Eight is your total. Yeah, that is a big number here, but I mean, the Dodgers are second in the league against right-handed pitching and really hit sliders very well, and that's what Albert Alzale is going to throw uh, a lot of the time here. So you look at the Dodgers, they're getting healthy in terms of at the plate with Muncy back and with Bellinger back, still waiting on Corey Seager, of course. But it's really in the bullpen that they're a little bit taxed right now. Blake Trinan, David Price, Joe Kelly, and Victor Gonzalez have all pitched three times in the last five days. So you're going to need at least a somewhat lengthy start out of Clayton Kershaw, I think, if you're a Dodger fan or backer tonight. He's going to need to go six or maybe even the seventh inning because Dodgers very shorthanded. I did not personally bet that bet this game tonight. Total at eight. Seeing at BetMGM about two dollars, and then the take back plus one sixty five on Alzale. And we've kind of been waiting for the regression a little bit on Albert Alzale, who I think has been a little bit lucky this year. When you look at that batting average, balls in play at two thirty two, four nineteen ERA, three fifty five on the xFIP. Uh, Clayton Kershaw three of forty three on the ERA, two ninety six on the xFIP. So pretty much getting consistent pitching out of Clayton Kershaw, I think, by and large this season. I think the price is a little bit high. I think the Dodgers in a good spot here uh, in terms of uh, the bats being back. I think they could certainly get to Alzale, as I mentioned, how well they hit those sliders, but I worry a little bit about that Dodger bullpen being so taxed, so I'm going to leave this one alone. 
What about the total, Wes? We haven't seen a lot of run production in this series so far out of the Chicago Cubs or the Los Angeles Dodgers, but you mentioned the injuries to the L.A. bullpen. Of course, we know how Sunday night baseball often goes, flying over the total. Seems like a kind of a low total here, and of course, that's reflective of who's on the hill, mainly Clayton Kershaw, but eight. I could see it going over the total and maybe finally getting some runs on the board out of these two teams. Yeah, and a couple things conflict here. You do got the win, a slight Please rolling out the center at Chavez Ravine. Also, uh, the home plate umpire, Ryan Blackney, who I sometimes look at this umpire data, and he's been a slight under lean, basically about 55% to the under. So kind of conflict here. So nothing on me for the total. Just might be a watch tonight or kind of uh, on another screen because we got multiple things going on tonight. Obviously, we have a Game 3 here in the Eastern Conference Finals. We have Olympic trials. So probably going to get bumped down the priority list for me with no action tonight. Wes, what is the under over? What is the number on how many TVs you have? I'm going to say three and a half. It is three that I have, and I, I don't include the, the laptop or the iPad either, so we can go five deep if we need to, but uh, by the way here, uh, just to uh, add on to the misery for Bubba Watson backers, he is in the water again. He has been in the water more times than Michael Phelps here in about the last 45 <laughs> minutes. Two water balls. That'll be a double bogey on 16, so Bubba Watson now going to fall to eight under par. This man was at once uh, odds-on favorite to go ahead and win this tournament, but an absolute meltdown from Jerry Bubba Watson. Five over par in his last four holes, and you thought a guy that had won here three times previously absolutely had control of this golf tournament. He has lost control for sure. It's down to Kramer Hickok and Harris English. English with a one-shot advantage at 13 under par. We'll wrap it up here on the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM on the other side.
wager on the Dodgers or the Cubs into $100 with BetMGM if either team hits a home run. Just use the bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up for the King of Sportsbooks and get ready for showtime. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure you use the promo code VSIN100. This is for new customers. It's paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C., 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, in Tennessee, 800-889-9789, and 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Up by the Bay at Oracle Park, the Oakland A's starting to break it open on the San Francisco Giants. Now five to nothing, and we are just in the fifth inning there. Excuse me, the sixth inning there at Oracle Park in San Francisco, and the A's played another run. Now I'm not sure if this is a replay I'm seeing here, but five to nothing was the score they showed. We'll see if we can get an update. Two outs in the top of the sixth inning, five to nothing for the Oakland A's over the Giants with runners still at the corners. Wes, let's turn back to the golf tournament there. Kramer Hickok made a very clutch putt on the on the 17th hole for par to remain at 12 under par and just a shot behind Harris English, who is in the clubhouse with the lead at 13 under. So now Kramer Hickok will head to the tee box at the 18th hole, and I'm not seeing here's a price up at BetMGM, plus 450 to win this golf tournament. Harris English all the way to minus 700. Obviously, Hickok is going to have to birdie the 18th hole to force a playoff. And I don't know, minus 700 seems awful expensive on English, but I don't know if 450 is juicy enough for me to get involved in Kramer Hickok. Well, and Brady, that price may drop because Kramer Hickok right down the middle drills his drive on the 18, was pumped up, saving par on the 17 to stay alive, of course. Hickok does have to birdie here, so uh, maybe uh, we'll see if uh, this Kramer has Stan the Caddy like the other famous Kramer in Seinfeld had Stan the Caddy to go ahead and give him advice. He needs to listen to him and see if he can get a birdie here at 18 to go to a playoff because these are the only two now that can win the golf tournament and just uh, running down the at least the top of the leaderboard. Mark Leishman right now is at 12 under par, was the leader in the clubhouse until Harris English makes that bomb on 18. Abraham Answer going to be fourth, 11 under par. A couple guys tied for fifth. Kevin Kisner and Brooks Kapka were the guys out early this morning that had low rounds, so they are going to be tied with Hank Lebiota, Brian Harmon, and Bryce Garnett got in at 10 under par. If you're looking for Bubba Watson, he is not in the top 10. He has to make a birdie to go ahead and get back into the top 10 to get to 9 under par. As Brady mentioned, 5 over par in his last 4 holes, 14 through 17. A brutal stretch for those like myself and maybe some of you that backed him. So, look, that's golf betting. That That's what you get. You get some uh, some heartache when you're at this thing and you do this on a week-to-week basis and just got to roll with the punches a little bit. But Harris English backers looking good right now, but Kramer Hickok still has something to say about this depending on this second shot. Well, I don't want to uh, disturb Harris English backers, but I'd love to see a playoff here. You, you and, and this me young both. kid. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, get, give us some overtime. Give us some uh, free golf, extra golf here. And Kramer Hickok, you talked about it, having never won before mm-hmm. on the PGA yeah, Tour. Yeah, it's life-changing, Brady. We talk about it all the time. He's, he could get a two-year PGA Tour exemption and lock his status up, gets a Masters invite, gets a PGA Championship invite, and obviously soars up the world ranking. So on the priority list for the FedEx Cup, obviously it makes a big difference as well. So, yeah, I, I would be rooting for the guy that hasn't won, not rooting against Harris English, but I would like to see something life-changing happen to a player on the PGA Tour. It's one of the reasons we watch every week. If Harris English does go on to win this golf tournament, that will be two on the season for Mr. English. Course one at the Tournament of Champions to begin the year back in January at Kapalua and now looking to win again here in late June for his second victory of the season. I think you could argue, Wes, we saw it coming with Harris English last season, but this has certainly been the absolute most successful year of his entire career, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he is now basically establishing himself, I think, as a top 20-ish, top 30-type player in the world, obviously. You want to see if he can eventually break through as a major. Right now, he's 19th in the world. Went up six last week because it looked like he was going to be the low man in the clubhouse until, of course, our guy John Rahm had other ideas and got that win at the U.S. Open. But Harris English coming in this week was 19 in the OWGR. Probably going to get in the top 15 if he can hang on for a win here. And then let's update the other couple golf tournaments while we have a chance. We're on the 18th green now at Atlanta Athletic Club. Nelly Corda, 19 under bar, three-shot lead over Lizette Salas. It's been basically that all weekend. So it looks like Nelly Corda going to get home. Every member of the Corda family will now have won a Grand Slam event, whether it's in golf or in tennis. Of course, young brother Sebastian won the junior tennis title at Wimbledon a couple years ago. So it's been a two-woman tournament basically through the last 36 holes. Lizette Salas going to settle for runner-up. She was 70-1 to going off at the tournament. Nelly Corda, 15-1. to So back-to-back wins on the LPGA Tour. Nelly Korda won up in Michigan at the Meyer Classic and now looking like she's going to win her first major at the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. Also, the event at Bridgestone, the uh, Firestone Country Club in Akron, Ohio. We do have Steve Stricker and Jerry Kelly. Two holes to play. The only two men under par. They were two of the big favorites. Steve Stricker was the outright favorite that I saw in the market as low as 4-1. to one. Seven under par. One hole left to play. Jerry Kelly at three under par, so it looks like Steve Stricker the Ryder Cup captain. While he's not following his future players this week, he's getting another major championship. By the way, Kramer Hickok with an excellent shot into the green on 18, and he will have a good look at birdie. It looks to be in the neighborhood of 10, maybe 11. I don't know if it's more than 12 feet away and could be less than that. The wind really whipping around on the 18th green. You can see that flag just going every which way, but Kramer Hickok stiffs it to inside of 15 feet. He will have a very good look at birdie to tie Harris English, and they show English on the range. His caddy just informed him and said, hey, buddy, uh, get back to work there. We may have business left on this golf course. So Harris English, it may not be into the winner's circle for the Georgia Bulldog just yet as Kramer Hickok with a great shot into 18 and we'll have a look at birdie. The updated odds from BetMGM, it's gone off the board after that shot, Wes. I don't know if you're seeing anything there, but it was minus 700 on Harris English to win this golf tournament. Hickok was at plus 450. I imagine that has changed after that golf shot. Taking a look at the base Baseball scoreboard just four games.
currently in progress. And the St. Louis Cardinals just not going away. They were getting a perfect game thrown at them by a combination of pitchers by the Pittsburgh Pirates. But now seven to two. It was seven to nothing, of course. Seven to one. Now seven to two in the bottom of the eighth inning at Bush Stadium in favor of the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Oakland A's open it up a little bit on the San Francisco Giants. Now five to nothing in the bottom of the sixth inning there at Oracle Park. Seven and a half is your adjusted in-game total on the ball game. The Arizona Diamondbacks keeping it close with the San Diego Padres at Petco. Top of the fifth inning there, trailing two to one, trying to make it two road wins in a row as they snap that 24-game road losing streak on Saturday night in San Diego. And game two of the doubleheader between the Chicago White Sox and the Seattle Mariners in favor of Chicago. Two to nothing. Seattle took the opener three to two. Right now, two to nothing. Chicago leading Seattle in the bottom of the second inning. Your adjusted in-game total there. Again, just a seven-inning affair here. Your adjusted in-game total at seven. Back to the golf tournament, West. Have they reposted those odds? They yes, have, Kramer Brady. Hickok. Yes. Yeah, Kramer Hickok plus 260. English, his, he's been cut in half. I thought minus 700 was pretty expensive. Now he's minus 350. Yeah, exactly. So Kramer Hickok, uh, what Stan the Caddy and Seinfeld would say to Cosmo Kramer is, you're close. You're on the green. Now you just have to go for the cup. So that's the advice for Kramer Hickok. Just knock it in here, kid. Uh, 13 to 5, no pressure. Only the biggest moment of your golfing career. So he'll wait for uh, uh, Bubba Watson to wrap up. He's been seeing uh, Bubba Watson with his, uh, with his ball in the water. Uh, you know, like I said, he's been in the water more times than Michael Phelps or Katie Vladecki here over the last 45 minutes, whatever swimmer you want to use here. And we do have it wrapped up here. Now Nelly Corda going to win the KPMG Women's PGA. The ages of the Women's Major Championships this year, by the way, Yuka Sasso, who won the U.S. Women's Open, won it at 19 years old. Now it's turned 20. Uh, Patty T. Are from Thailand, who won the ANA Inspiration, 21 years old. Nellie Corda, only 22 years old, winning her first golf major. But it seems like in women's golf, Brady, that, that that's old. You know, nowadays when you have people like Lydia Ko winning majors when she was a teenager, NB Park winning so young, but but three major winners, 22 years or under here in women's golf. The women's game actually in very good shape right now. And Bubba Watson makes another bogey on the 18th hole. He finishes his round six over for the final five holes and finishes the championship at seven under par. One thing about that putt from Bubba, though, on the 18th hole, not exactly the same line. Yeah, give him a little bit of a read to Kramer Hickok for sure. Not exactly on the same line, but awful close. So it didn't look like it moved too much watching the coverage here, but Kramer Hickok should have learned something a little bit from that putt from Bubba about the same length. Bubba was probably actually a little bit closer, but because of the stage for Hickok here, Bubba elected to go first. What do you think there, Wes? That looks to be probably in the neighborhood, I would say, of about 11 or 12 feet for Hickok. Yeah, it's it certainly does, uh, looking what he has here on 18. It's actually about 8 feet, uh, 10 inches, so just inside of 9 feet here, Kramer Hickok already guaranteed to have his best ever finish on the PGA Tour, make or miss here, but obviously could go to a playoff here and we'll see if we can get this in off the air Harris English right now he was about 40 to 1 and we're going to have a playoff so Bet Center is going to have to keep you updated on this Harris English versus Kramer Hickok for all the marbles here in Hartford Connecticut for the Travelers Championship 
Ah, that's a fun way to end the program, and congratulations to Kramer Hickok. Uh, what did he go off at, Wes? I mean, he must have been 250, 300 yeah, to one three tournament. Yeah, triple digits because he has not been in the best form this year. So Kramer Hickok got a chance for, obviously, the biggest moment of his golfing career, playoff time in Hartford. More golf from TPC River Highlands and more VEASAN coming up on the VEASAN Bet Center. Stick around on the Sports Betting Network.